This is Gemar Nedarim Daf Lamid Aleph. All the learning has been generously sponsored for an incredible Shlashidach for Micha Benina Basara and Yvirisha Bastavaira. Bisiyat Dishmaya, the learning of the entire Chavura, Talmuteri Kenege Kulam, the infinite power of each and every word of, word of Torah learned Beravim should bring Micha Benina Basara and Yvirisha Bastavaira, a Shidach Hagon, Bekaroiv Mamish. Roll the end the bottom of Lamed Amid Beis. We just finished this learning the Mishnah. The Mishnah that differentiated between two different types of Nidarim, Anoidim min Hayiloidim and Anoidim min Hamiloidim. Noldim. Two different entities. And that we're going to discuss, and we started discussing yesterday, the Gemara began, according to Shita Tzramayr, and the Gemara threw in, the Chasurei Mechzer Valchigatani. Actually, let's go a little bit back. Let's pick it up from there. The Gemara taught us for about 15 lines at the bottom of Laman Yiloidim. If so, made a nether from the Yiloidim, then Mutter binoiladim. What are the Noiladim? So the Rhino here speaks out. These are those who are a seedin. In the future, they will be born. So Saul makes a nether from the Yiloidim, those who were not born, he's forbidden, those who were born, he's, he's allowed, excuse me, those who were not born yet. Excuse me, one more time. I know you learn mina Yiloidim, then you must have been Noiladim. Mina Noiladim, and if you made a nether for those who were not born yet, also be Yiloidim. You are forbidden for those who were already born. And on this is the detail that Amir is arguing. Even if you made another from those who are not born yet, you're still allowed to get benefit from those who are already born. So Rabbi comes along and says to Abayah, Based on that which you just said, the Noiladin, the word Noiladin, the Misyaldin Mashma, sounds like referring to those who will be born in the future. El but asks Rabbi Tabayah if that is true, we have a problem with the Basik. Says the Basik two sons that will be born, Noiladin. Should we say that here too? First, those to be born in the future. What's the problem? The problem is that this is referring to Menashe and Ephraim, and they're already born. What's your other option? Must be those, he's referring to those already born. It's a different Bosik that's a problem. The Bosik says, Yoshio says the Bosik, well, the son. That is Noilad to the house of David. His name is Yeshiyahu Shemoy. Hachanami here also the Havei. But it asks the Gemara of Adai Menashe Loiba. But second, Menashe was not born yet. And this is, of course, how things get confusing. Says the Gemara, each of the terms could really imply whatever you like. A very important klal that we're seeing here, and it's going to come up numerous more times in the Mesechda, then Nedarim go by the way that people talk. And therefore, it says the Gemara by us, this is how people talk, this is going to be this story. 
We conclude in the bottom of Lamed Avayz Chachamim Oimer Leniskavin Zel Misha Darko Livalid. That what's his intention? His intention is those who the Darach is to be born. Lafuke Maisa as the Gemara. Lafuke Dagim Vaisis Oifais. This comes to exclude different type of births. Dog, fish, and birds we know are are born from eggs, and they come out alive from their mother. So thereby it puts them into a different category. And we continue with. Lamed Aleph, Amed Aleph, we're going to have lots of Mishnayis today, says the Mishnah. Hanoider, if someone makes a neder, Hanoider, excuse me, Hanoider, Miyashri Shabbos, so makes a neder from those who rest on Shabbos, Asr be Yisrael, they cannot get benefit from Yisrael because they, they are those that rest on Shabbos, Asr be Kutim, but says the Gemara, it's forbidden from Kutim, they are not included in this Mishnah, and of course, whether the Kutim were indeed full-fledged Gerim, whether they were Gerim or Gerim, same Machlik is which we touched upon and we'll touch upon again soon. Machal if someone makes the second Nadar, that he's asking those who eat garlic, be Israel, va'asr bikutim. What's the halacha? Asr be Israel. Again, Machal Yishom, asr be Israel, ve'asr bikutim. But let's say someone says, Me'ayla Yushalayim, those who go up to Yushalayim also be Yushalayim, because it's a din specifically by a Jew. So says the Gemara, my Shoyf Say Shabbos, what does the Mishra refer to? They made a neder from Shoyf Say Shabbos. Ilim Shabbos. If you tell me it's those who follow Shabbos, my Kusim, Nami. So I tell me a case about Kusim, the same case is. Or I should say, should apply to Goyim that if they rest in Shabbos, if it's a, it's a din of vacuum, or rest in Shabbos, you even say, Akum, Elamim Mitzuvim ala Shabbos. So says the Gemara, no, you know what it means? Those who are commanded regarding the Shabbos. Yachim, Asifa, ask the Gemara, what's the next case? Only Mishalayim, also be Yisrael. Omotar Bekutim. Amai, Vamitzuvim, says the Gemara again, within the understanding that Kutim were proper, Galim, they were commanded. Amar Abayah Mitzvah Ve'oiseh says Abayah the Mishnah is referring to both one who is both Mitzvah commanded Ve'oiseh and he does that which he is commanded. Betarati Babakam Aisa the first two cases Israel Ve'kutim Mitzuyin Ve'oisin Akom Ha'o whereas that non-Jew Da'iv Day the Avdi Oisin the Avdi so if we're to find a guy that indeed followed the rules of the Torah, they're not considered commanded upon the mitzvah. That's why the guy are excluded. It's a did specifically on the Yedin. However, the Kusin are... Yes, mitzvah, but they don't actually fulfill the command of being oiler regal. And since the kusim are not oiler regal, therefore they are excluded from this nether. We continue with the next second mishnah on lamed aleph, lamed aleph. So it says, I'm making a nether, I'm not getting a benefit from b'nei noyach, mutu v'yisrael v'asr v'akum. Ask the Gemara, the obvious kash of Yisrael, minafik mechal b'nei noyach, I don't understand. The Yedin also came from Noyach. Answers the Gemara, Kim Iskish, Avram Iskish, 
Al Shemei. Once Klal Yisrael is referred to as the children of Avram, but Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, therefore, we lost this title. Continues the Mishnah on the third Mishnah. So it says in Edir that I'm not going to get benefit from a Zera Avram. What's the halacha? He's allowed to also be Israel, but mutter, he can do business with a guy. Ask the Gemara of Ika Shmuel. But what about the din of Shmuel who says that, excuse me, Ika Yishmael, not Shmuel. But there are the Yishmaelim. We know the Arabs were also children of Avram, and therefore the whole world, but there are everyone's descendants. Kibi Yitzchak, Ikari Lechazara, says the Gemara Ksiv, Vayika Isav, Vayitzchak, Vayloi, Kol Yitzchak. Explains the Gemara, there still is Yitzchak, if the whole point is Avram and Eli, Avram, Avram, Kibi Yitzchak, Ikari Lechazara, Ksiv, again, one more time, Vayika Isav, Yitzchak v'loi kol Yitzchak. They're not all the children of Yitzchak. And that's the reason why Yishmael is not included. And we continue with the new Mishnah, Baruch Hashem. The video is back up and running. Says the Mishnah on the bottom of Laman Aleph, Amid Aleph. She'ini nehene me'Yisrael. Someone makes a neder that he's not going to get any benefit from a Yisrael, from a Jew. Which of course... One of the largest ways of benefit one is going to have, the Ron explains over here, is that to have, do business with such a Jew. So what is the status? If I'm not getting benefit, is there any form of business, explains the Mishnah, that I'm still able to do with a fellow Yid? And says the Mishnah, you could. It might not be good a business tactic, but says the Mishnah, You could buy for more than the market price, sell for less than the market price, and then it's not called that you are getting benefit from a Jew. In the reverse, if someone says she's selling the Henin Lee, he makes an edit that you, the other Jews, cannot get benefit from me. So now it's the opposite. I have to make a scenario now that you're not getting benefit. So what am I going to do? What I'm going to do is, I'm going to buy at less than market price and and I'm going to sell higher than market value. Now the Mishnah almost parenthetically points out, but no one's going to listen to you. No one's going to actually do business in such a scenario because you're ripping everyone off. The reason you're doing it is so you don't want to be over your nether, but says the Mishnah, that's going to be the scenario. And finally, case number three in the Mishnah, you can't get benefit from me and I can't get benefit from you. So now it's not going to work to sell more and buy less, higher market value, lower market value. Bottom line is, so it's not getting benefit. Says the Mishnah, What do you have to do? You have to go and do business with a non-Jew. So that's the Mishnah, the Mishnah dealing with at what level I could still have an interaction with you and not to be considered that I'm being over the nether. So says the Gemara, Omar Shmuel says Shmuel, if someone buys a kli from a craftsman, you're in a store, you're inspecting a brand new uh, mug, and you're sitting there and you're looking at it, you're trying to figure out how big is it, is it the right size, etc. Levakrai to check it out, and then venenas biadai. And I this happens, all of a sudden, you got a phone call, you drop the mug. All of a sudden, it slips out of your hand. What is the halacha? Who's 
obligation? Who is the one that is achroi, responsible for this item that I'm checking as I'm looking at it to buy it? Says the Mishnah Chayv. The person looking at it, the loikeach, is obligated. What's the reason? The reason obviously is, Alma, what do we see? Kosovar hanas loikeachi says the Gemara Shmuel obviously holds that when I'm buying something, I am the one benefiting from it. 100%. In every form of interaction, in the world of responsibility, we always have to figure out who is the one that is gaining What's the difference? Because the one that is gaining will determine at what level of obligation you have. For example, we know there's something called a shemer chinam, something called a shemer sacher, something called a shayil. What is the difference between the different types of watchmen? And of course, whether we verbalize that you're a watchman or not, in the eyes of halacha, that is what you are when you are holding an item. So a shemer chinam is you give me an item to watch for free. So who's gaining? You're gaining because I'm watching your item. I am not gaining at all. The reverse is a shamer sacher. That's a symbiotic relationship. That's mutual. We're both gaining. And the level of obligation on the shamer parallels his obligation that he has and who is benefiting. For example, shamer sacher, they are both benefiting. Finally, the highest level of benefit by myself is if I'm a shayel. If I'm a borrower, you're giving me your item, you just gave me your car to borrow, you gain nothing, Okay, maybe if I'm a Kayin, you gain that I'm driving your car. Maybe if I would be an Adam Chashif, you would gain that I'm driving your car. That's a different sugya. But in general, I'm borrowing your car. So I am gaining. Are you gaining? No. So what's the halacha? The halacha is a shayel. is obligated 100% even on unavoidable mishaps. Even on Einzim. So says our Gemara that when I'm checking out this item and I want to see if I want to borrow, what am I essentially Similar to Shail. Why? I, the buyer, the purchaser, is receiving all the benefit. That is the statement of Shmuel. What does it have to do with us? Let's see right now. This is going to relate to our Mishnah. Asks the Gemara, case number one in the Mishnah. When I said, I don't want to get benefit from other fellow Jews, what do we say you're still allowed to do? You're allowed to sell for lower value. So what's the obvious implication that I could sell it to you for lower than market value? But to sell it for even value, you're not allowed to. But why not? If we're learning right now that that the purchaser is getting the sole benefit and we don't view it that the seller is benefiting so that I should even be allowed to sell it to you for equal value because through the eyes of Shmuel, when you're buying something, you're the one solely benefiting and not me. So why am I obligated? It says the Mishnah to sell at a lower than market value. I should be able to sell it at regular market value. V'i he articulates the Gemara, I feel b'shave b'shave, you should be able to sell it even shave b'shave. That is the question. Answers the Gemara, Mas Nisan, there's Enukimta, says the Gemara, there were some surrounding details to the case of the Mishnah. Mas Nisan, Bizvina, the Rami al Ape. The case is that merchandise is in a low demand. It's a market that people aren't buying. It's that's the reason why, in such a scenario, even selling it shave b'shave will yes be considered benefiting the seller. Meaning, it's true 
Shmuel's din is correct, says the Gemara. In general, do we view it that the seller is gaining? No, it's fully the buyer gaining. But if we're in a scenario where no one's buying merchandise, then of course it is considered a gain by the seller. And that is the reason why the Mishnah said you have to sell it for lower than market value. Ask the Gemara, let's go back to the Reisha. What did it say? The Reisha said that what? You could buy it for, you could buy it for more. Void and furthermore, says the Gemara, this is the question which is obvious. Anytime we make an Ukimta in case A of the Mishnah, it has to follow through to the end of the Mishnah. But of course, over here, the end of the Mishnah says the exact opposite in, so we're not going to be able to say the same Ukimta. We can't say it's the same case. Ask the Gemara, Void and in the flip side case. When I make a net that other Jews can't get benefit from me, what was the din, says the Mishnah? But asks the Gemara, If the scenario, if the market of the Mishnah is one, in which merchandise is a low value, then I feel you should be able to sell it for the regular value, and that should not be called that other Jews are getting benefit from me. So answers the Gemara, an answer that everyone can anticipate, whether it's it's a, such a desirable answer or not. Seifa bezvina charifa. No, the Seifa is the opposite. Then the Mishnah is dealing with a case in which merchandise is in a high demand. The beginning of the Mishnah merchandise was low demand. Seifa is high demand. Iachi asking Mara the same question. Ella, so finally... Almost concedes the Gemara, Ella Masnison Bezavina Mitzai. The Mishnah has to be dealing with that the merchandise are equal. When did Shmuel say this dinner? If I'm going to check out an item, it's considered that I, the buyer, getting sold value, sole benefit, and this seller is not gaining. Shmuel's case is Bizvina Kharifa. Shmuel must be talking about a case where merchandise is in high demand. And the fact that I found the cup, there are no cups. And I finally found the cup and I'm holding it. So it's considered as if I am getting the sole benefit. And that is why Shmuel said that if I drop it, I'm the one that's going to be fully obligated. Says the Gemara Tani Kavazi the Shmuel we have a riot to Shmuel that says, If someone purchases Kalim from a merchant, you're buying some items to send to your shver, to send to the father-in-law. And he says to the seller, If he accepts it from me, meaning, if my shver, if the father-in-law accepts it, then then I'm going to pay you. But if him laugh, if he doesn't accept it, then I'm not giving you the full value. I'm giving you toivas hana. So what's toivas hana? Is just the, the benefit that I'm going to be getting. So says the Gemara. What's the halacha toivas hana shavahen? What's the halach in such a scenario? Nensu, if on the road there was an oines bahalicha as you're traveling, chayiv, bechazara. But if there was an oines on the way back, then potter, memeshu, kenoisei sacher, because it's considered as if he's like a paid watchman. And this is going to be the case that we're going to be able to see this yesoid of Shmuel. This is the raya that we're going to see. Let's see if we could... Um, Pin the line in the ran 
in which the Ran is all the way, you know, let's try it for one moment, it is getting a little bit late, but for one moment, let's try to pull up this Ran over here, in which the Ran comes along to explain the, the Raya. What's the Raya over here? So says the Ran, the Ran is all the way on the bottom, um, but for Gnevi Arvedi, you're going to be chayiv as we saw in Marabam Mitziyah. So therefore, we're going to see the same thing as the case of Shmuel that when you are the person having control of the item of the merchandise, then you are going to be the one that's benefiting. Let's look actually one the, the previous one. I'm sorry, I, I jumped the gun a little bit. Let's look at the previous Ran. One second, no one could see the Ran. My face is blocking your Ran. Uh, that's a little bit better. The Ran is in the fourth wide line. It says, V'nenas bahalicha chayiv, why? L'fisha kol hanoa sheloi. From the fact that if on the road there was an oynes, that is the raya, says the Gemara to Shmuel. Okay, says back into the Gemara, we continue. The Gemara continues with a story. There was a... There was a middleman. The Safsira is the guy who buys and sells. He's the one, uh, the guy in the middle. The Shakal Chamra Lizvini. That he took some uh, a donkey to sell for some to someone else, Lo Izbin, but at the end of the day couldn't find a buyer. Bahadi Adadi in the interim, as he was returning the donkey, is Nis Khamra, there was an Ainis. What's the Allah Khaiva Ravnachman Lishalume? So we see the same Allah Ravnachman obligated him to pay. Ask the Gemara one second, is it Ravla Ravnachman and Zubalicha Khaiv? One second. We just said if there's oinus that you're picking it up, you're the purchaser, it's considered in your rishos. That's when you're chayv. But if the oinus is when you're sending it back, you're potter. In this case, you were sending the donkey back. So why is he chayv? The chazara of the safsira, when a middleman is returning it, is considered as if it's coming to him. Why? Says the Gemara, You're right, he's sending it back. But says the Gemara, he's still a middleman. And if someone bumps into him, if I'm bringing back the donkey, and I'm about to give it back to you, the seller, and someone bumps into me, they wait, wait, I want to buy a donkey. Am I going to say, oh no, go to him and deal with him. I'm going to say, great, I get commission. So since at every moment I'm always trying to make the sale, therefore it's always considered, even when I'm returning it, as if it's on the way to me, as if I am still the purchaser. And we conclude today's year with a long and lengthy Mishnah on the second half, Lamed Aleph on the base, about eight lines from the wide lines. Kainam shani nene le'arel. So makes the nadir, I'm not getting any benefit from someone who's an arel, someone who's an arel, someone who's not of a bris milah. Says the Mishnah, what do I refer to? When so, this is like we saw in the previous Mishnah, is that when someone says, I'm not going to benefit from a certain entity, we don't, how do we in Halacha translate that entity? So says the Mishnah, you know, we translate our Elim, Mutter Bareli Yisrael. If there's a Yid without a Brismil, you're allowed to get benefit. And you're not allowed to get benefit even from a guy that had a Bris. Why? Because when someone says a term of Arelim, he's referring to 
Goyim, and those are those you cannot get benefit from. Shani Nelin And now on the flip side case, if someone says a benefit that I'm not going to get benefit from someone who has a bris milah, also by really Yisrael, he's not allowed to get benefit from a yid, even if he doesn't have a bris milah, because when someone says the term, one with a bris, he refers to a yid, and even if a guy has a bris, he's still allowed to get benefit. She'ein arola karuya, what determines, what is the term arel elo l'shem akum? Says the Mishnah term RL in the words of Nidarim is not the literal translation. Did he yes or no of a bris mila? It means As the Mishnah says, all excuse me, as the Pasik says, all the Gaim Arelim Khobasi Sarah Areli Levimer, another Pasik Vaya Pilashti Arael Azeh, this Plashti is in Arel Vimer, and a third Pasik Pentis Mechu Benais Plashti Penta Lazno Benais Arelim. So we see multiple Psukim says the Gemara that we are seeing that Gaim have the shame Arelim. Ravalazar Ben Azaria Oimer says Ravalazar Ben Azaria, there it is, says Ravalazar Ben Azaria, another Pasik. And the second white line, the Arela, the one with Adabris Mila, is Moos, is repulsive. Because the Rishayim are disp- called disparagingly via their lack of Arelim. Rabbi Shmuel Laimer concludes the Mishnah. Let's, we know always like to end on a positive note. We see even, we know Mesechta's end and Parakim and even Mishnahis. When we have to bring down negative entities, says the Mishnah, let's end on a positive note. Rabbi Shmuel Laimer says Rabbi Shmuel, and here's the bris tire. Anyone needs to make a bris, remember the Dharam Lamed Alpha Mabis. Thirteen treaties, covenants, brisim that were made with the brismila. Rabbi Yisrael Magdala Mila Shadaychas a Shabbos. Mila is great because it pushes away Shabbos. It should be a malacha to cut off the aril, cut off the foreskin, and we know it's mutter. It's Daychas Shabbos. Chamayra Shabbos Chamura Shabbos is very chamer. Rishu Ben Karachaymer Gedola Mila Shlanin Eloi Lemoisha Tzadik Aleha Meloisha Moisha Tzadik. Very interesting. I don't know how many times. Throughout Shas, we find that Moshe Rabbeinu is called Moshe Sadik. Says the Gemara, he didn't even wait one hour when he had to do a bris milah. And a gayim, someone has a nega on his makam arel, you're still allowed to cut it off. Rabbi Yomer Gedolei Mila, Shkol Amitzah Shasa Avram Avinu Lonekros Shalei. Why was Avram Avinu called complete? Only Ad Shemal, only once he did the bris milah. Shnamer Zalich Lefanai Vayitamim. You're complete. Avarach Gedolei Mila Shal Mali He. God would never have created this world. Incredible. We'll pick up from the Gemara in the next year.